up his name on high. Glory to Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. 
The man that we are about entering, that we are just a minute or some seconds less, is going to be and is because you have entered into the month of November, is a month of divine alignment. Hallelujah. Someone say divine alignment. Someone said divine alignment. I declare over the head of someone in the name of our Lord Jesus that the Lord God is aligning you divinely. The Lord God is aligning you divinely. 
the very man's that is left the very few man that is left the lord god is aligning you divinely in the name of jesus i see people come on now god is going to divinely align you is divine alignment is divine alignment i see the lord god aligning you to glory i see the lord god aligning you to glory i see the lord god aligning you to glory i see the lord god aligning you to glory it is a month of divine alignment come on now the Lord God is divinely aligning you. You will be aligned divinely in the name of our Lord Jesus. saying that lord what do we have what do you have for your people what do you have for your people in this very season it's left with two months it's left with two months for people to even what is happening okay but can someone hear me all right there is light out here but you can hear me if you can hear me it's fine it's no light out jeff check it for me all right uh so I was, I was asking God, the Lord, what do you have for your people in this particular month? It's left with, it's left with two months for us to exit 2021 and divinely get attached to 2022. There are things that people want to accomplish. There are visions that people have set for themselves. There are places that people want to go. There are there are things that people want to redeem. God. Therefore, God, what do you have for your people? And the issue is that God wants to also God wants to also 
see you accomplish the very things that you want to accomplish with him. God wants you to accomplish them. God is not against the vision that you are building up with him. God is not against the very things that you are doing. God is not against the very thing that you have even in mind. But for you to divinely have this thing come into, into play, then the issue is that you must be divinely aligned to God. You must be divinely un- aligned to God. Someone say divine alignment. Divine alignment. Divine alignment. Mm. You must be in position with God. You must be in complete agreement with God. You must be in complete alliance with God. Someone say divine alignment. Divine alignment. Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to Jesus. It's a beautiful thing. Wow. I see people sharing them on their status. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You are divinely aligned. In Jesus' name, you are divinely aligned. You are divinely aligned. Amen and amen. So then, so then, I want to take you through some exposition for some very some few minutes. Then we will zoom into prayer. Then I will make some prophetic declaration over our heads. Then we are out of this place. Hallelujah. Amen. We will not be having our sparkling view today. Alright, because today is Monday. And uh, we are having it just in a brief. Then we are out of here. Amen. Someone said divine alignment. So what then? Maybe someone is asking him or herself. What then is alignment? Alignment is a position of agreement or alliance. When I am in agreement with someone, it means that I am uh, I am aligned to the person. When I am alliance to something, it means that I am in total agreement with the person. With the person. So I, when we are talking about divine alignment, what we are talking about is that when we are in agreement with God's timing for our lives, when we are in agreement with the opportunities that God will bring, and in this particular month we are going to be in agreement with the opportunities that God will bring. In this particular month, what we are looking at, we will be in agreement with the all. Also, the blessings of God will be in agreement with the anointings of God. You'll be in agreement with the healing power of God. You'll be in agreement with the focus of God. You'll be in agreement in mind, in body, and in appearance. In the name of our Lord Jesus. You see, if you are not aligned, or if you are not in alignment, if you are not in alignment, one thing that you should understand is that you are in a very dangerous position if you are not divinely aligned. If you are not divinely aligned, you are in a very dangerous position and it's a very place that you don't want to be at all. Because if you are not in a, if you are not in alignment with God, you are going to lose, you are going to struggle, you are going to suffer, you may even die. Hallelujah. So when you come to when you come to in driving, there is something that we call alignment. I don't know if someone drives here. I don't know the people that drive. I know a lot of people drive here. The people that drive here, you would have you would have heard of something called alignment. That the time comes that you are supposed to send your car even to the mechanic, and the mechanic will check whether you are in alignment or not. 
Hallelujah. Oh, I like the people who don't have a car, but they are saying sure. sure. Oh, that is faith. Sure. May God give you a car in the coming year. Oh, I said I like the people that you, you, you are saying it's true. You are saying you are there, man of God. May God surprise you in the name of our Lord Jesus. And you see, when you go for alignment, what 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 you hear the people say, what you hear the mechanics say that okay, let's let's make let's make sure that your car is in alignment. And anytime you are not in alignment, one thing is for sure: if you have if if you have if you have been driving for long, you know that there is something wrong even with your car. You feel it from your steering wheel. You know that it's like you are not balanced when you are behind your steering wheel. You know that ah, you are not really really balanced when you want to. Take Turn it to the right side. It may be turning to the right side, but it's like it's going to the left. You want to, you want to, uh, you want to park the car, but the car would not just park at once. But the car would want to go a step further before it's what park, and that is a very dangerous thing when it comes to driving. So one of the very things that mechanics always check is that is this car in alignment? You stand a higher risk of accident when your car is not in alignment. And the issue, and one thing is, one thing is for sure: if your car is not in alignment. You always lose petrol and gas because the car unnecessarily takes in actions that is not supposed to take. The car unnecessarily takes actions that is not supposed to take, and then you may lose gas easily. So if you if you fill your gas for 300 Ghana city. If you are using a 2.5 tank, it means that you fill it for 200, 300 Ghana cities. And after filling it, instead of the thing to take you one week, it takes you three days. Mm. Why? You are not in alignment. And you see, this is similar when it comes to even being aligned divinely. People that are not in alignment with God, they have lost control of life. People that are not in alignment with God, they've lost control of what? Life. The issue is that they are living, but they have lost control. The Bible says that a time came in the Bible that Apostle Paul was on a journey. And Apostle Paul was moving from, he was moving from Crete and he was going to Rome. But the Bible says that God spoke through Apostle Paul that they should not make that journey because their, 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 their journey is going to be very dangerous. But the Bible says that the centurion, the, 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 the one that also controlled the pilot, instead of listening to Apostle Paul, listen to the one that is the one that the voyage is for. One thing is for sure. The Bible says that they lost control to a time that they said that, oh, wherever this boat will take us let it take us that is the very same thing that it that that it is when it comes to people that are not divinely aligned if you are not divinely aligned one thing is for sure one thing is for sure you will lose control of life and you see instead of you determining the very things of your life it becomes in a, in a way, in such a way that it is circumstances that is controlling you. Hmm. 
it is the economy of a nation that will control you it will be the saying of a nation that is that is controlling you a chroma that is the circumstance and because a chroma that a chroma principle is that which is controlling you why because you have lost alignment divinely and you are afraid and you are in fear why because you have lost alignment and it's like circumstances are rather controlling you bad economy is that which is controlling you the pressure from the people is that which is controlling you diverse hardship is that which is controlling you but that is not how God wants his children to be with him and you see the very sad thing is that it is not just you losing focus and control of your life but you also stand a higher risk of accident it means that you stand a higher risk of crashing in life so there are people that are making a journey and the issue is that if you are not in alignment with god you may crash along the way and when you crash perhaps getting back will be very hard i pray for you that you will be divinely aligned Amen. I pray for you that you'll be divinely aligned. Amen. I pray for you that you'll be divinely aligned. Amen. In whatever thing that you are going to do, I am making a prayer for you and I am praying over your head right now in the name of Jesus that God is aligning you divinely. Amen. You will not crash. Amen. You will not lose gas in life. When, when you see losing gas in life is like you become weary. You become weary. The Bible says that even the youth may f- will faint. See, so you see, God and the Bible does not hide the very nature of how life is here on the earth from his people, but he tells us that we must wait upon him and what we are doing in waiting is that we are aligning to we are aligning divinely to him and that is how come we will not get stuck in life and i'm here to declare over your head that you here listening to me right now this morning this afternoon this evening you will never be stuck in life i remember there was a day i was going somewhere and as i was moving from my house i got stuck along the way around bobine area but that, was, that wasn't my destination. I was going to Asakore Mampong. What happened along the way? I ran out of what? Gas. And I did run out of gas. And I couldn't go. I delayed. It took me more than an hour before I could get to my destination. What was happening? I was not... I, I lost gas. I ran out of gas. And the issue is that if you are getting stuck in life each and every time, it means that you are delaying in life. Be very, very, very careful. A journey that is going to take you like two hours to get there, you may be taking six hours to get there. A fulfillment that is supposed to come into your life, is, it will be delaying in your life. Someone say, God. God. Align me to you. Align me to you. Oh, my Father. Oh, my Father. My God. Say God. God. Align me to you. Align me to you. An answer to prayer that is supposed to come. Maybe 
within one year or within six months, five months, two months, three months, one month, it will be taking you a decade. I pray that that will not be your story. Amen. I pray that you will not run out of gas Amen. along the way. So when I talk about divine alignment, what I'm talking about is that it's when your heart, your mind, your ideas, your works, your plans, your creativity are all right with God. So it's not just you being aligned, but your heart, your mind, your ideas, your creativity, your works, your plans, they are all right with God. How sweet will it be that your mind, your ideas, your creativity, your plans are right with the one that is going to make tomorrow come. The one that is going to make tomorrow come. Your plans are in alignment with the one that holds tomorrow. The one that is going to cause tomorrow to come. The one that is going to cause the sun to rise and the sun to fall. Your plans are in alignment with this person. It, my God, my God. That is a rare privilege. That is a rare opportunity. That is an advantage to you, child of God. And that is my prayer for you. And my prayer for you that your plans, your will, your mind, your ideas, your creativity, your I want to do, your I will do this, I will do that, your I will go there, I will come here, your I will build this, I will do that, your I will make this thing work and I will, I will stop this. It's all in the plans and it's all right with God. My God. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. In all levels in your life, you'll be aligned with God. Amen. In all levels of life, you'll be aligned with God. In your spiritual life, you'll be aligned with God. How sweet will it be that you see a time come that you align with God? That you see we have entered into a phase of, of Christianity. That God is doing something new in Christianity and then you, you align with God. And when you align with God, God is looking for someone. God is saying, okay, I want someone to spread my new move. My new move, who can I give this to? Who can I call and who are the people, who are the group that I can call them to spear this new move of growth in this season? Then the Lord says that now I pick growing together family. I pick this person. I pick Jeffrey. I pick Lydia. I pick Rosalind. I pick Wigmore. I pick jo uh, Josephine. I pick Lydia. I pick Priscilla. I pick Nana. That is it. What is happening here? That which is happening is that you are divinely aligned. And when you are divinely aligned, God always will choose you to spear this move. And that is it when you are divinely aligned with God spiritually. Not only are we looking at being divinely aligned spiritually, but we are also looking at being divinely aligned even in our relationships. And I'm telling someone right now here that if you are divinely aligned, God would align you to meet the right person at the right time in the name of our Lord Jesus. Oh my God. Me what kind? Sing that song for me, please. That's song. Yes, I did. 
someone here to know what, what someone may be asking what happens when you are aligned with God number one when you are aligned with God this is what happens in Psalm 16 verse 6 8 ah, my God my God when you are aligned with God the lines fall in pleasant places for you hey. when you are aligned with God the lines fall in pleasant places for you when you align with God, the lines fall in pleasant places for you. In Psalm 16, I'm reading the scripture. Psalm 16 verse 6. The Bible says that the lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. My God. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a godly heritage. When you align with God, when you align with God, things fall for you in pleasant places. You see, the things that you are doing will meet, will not just meet, will meet the right timing. And the right timing will also produce the right opportunity. So things fall in you in pleasant places. Things fall into pleasant places for you when you are aligned with God. You are aligned with God. You'll be you you you'll be needing you'll be needing something and then you are there. Okay, what should I even do? You will see that uncle has a weird school. No, no opportunity be a babble. Opportunity new babble. No, at that door now. You see, others will be saying that oh, they when we are struggling to do this. We are struggling to go here. We are struggling to do. But the Lord says no. You are exempted because you are aligned with me. And then I'll, I'll make things fall for you in pleasant places. God says that I'll make things fall for you in pleasant places. That is whereby you will see that you have a friend B who have been promoted even into uh, even into uh, cosmetics, and then he is so much fortunate and he's opening doors for you. Oh, come for this thing. This thing is for free for you. Oh, I really even want someone to do this. I want this. I want that. Things fall for you into pleasant places. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Let me share this story with you. Yeah, just yesterday, Hallelujah! Just yesterday, I was recording. I was recording one of our episodes, and then I, I was with Miss Mehitabel, and she came here. So she, we have spent the whole day. We spent the whole day recording, and we recorded. We recorded. I was just, we used the entire day just recording. So I was, I was supposed to send her back to her place. And as I was going, I saw that there was a, po a police uh, escort. Uh, but this time around, there is no car behind the police escort. Then I said, no, me, I'll take advantage of this opportunity. So I drove behind the police escort. Then he paused 
along the way. And when he paused along the way, I said, boss, let me do a show. Then he was he saw a police barrier, so he was talking to the, the people there. Then I parked my car there somewhere. Then he came and he parked by my side. Then he said, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> then the issue was that there was traffic along the way. And there was traffic along the way, and only me, only you. my God, my Father, no matter who you are, things have fallen in pleasant places. Why did I go out at that particular time? Why did I go and meet that police escort? What? I've never seen police escort only walking in town alone. But the Lord says that I am making things fall in pleasant places for you. And the issue is that you see, he he was just driving, and you'll be shouting at people, "Hey, go back! Hey, go here! Hey, go here! Hey, go here!" Hey, then I'm going. Then I'll be asking myself. I'll be screaming. I said, "Iya kwezi, eledem kwada in, eledem kwezi, Grace ben kwezi." And the, the issue is that the things have fallen into pleasant places until the police got to his destination. Do you know what happened? He also paused along the way. He said, Boss, I'm now using this way. I said, Oh God. I even did not didn't know that if I had used that way, he would have led me ah, to the place I will go pint without a charge. And, and then I was shocked. I was like, ah, no matter who you are, whether you are using a Range Rover, whether you were older than myself. Or that you are more influential than myself. The moment you see the police and the police escort coming, you are you park somewhere, and all the cars were parking. Big big cars were parking. I will look behind me. No car was coming, and only myself. I'm driving behind the police escort. I said, God, I have not been a president before, but I'm enjoying the privilege of a president. I've not been an MP before, but I'm enjoying the privilege of an MP. I've not been. I've not been this. But the issue is that things have fall, have fallen in pleasant places for me. Why? Because I am on an assignment with God, and because I am on an assignment with God, I am aligned with God. And God knows that because I'm on His assignment, He's not supposed to make me delay in life. Therefore, He will make me. He will make me. He will make things fall for me in pleasant places. And you see, that is not the first time. Oh. That is not the first time. There was one day I was going to, I was, I was, I was in a duty around Swamiran about, and then there was huge traffic, huge traffic, huge traffic, and I saw that there was this man. He has walked down from where he is to the back. Then he came to me, and he said, "Follow me." I said, "Who is this person?" Then he would tell the people, "Hey, Jinao, unimni paoya." I said, "Hey, I'll look at myself. I'll say, ah, when did I resemble Naneku Fado?" When did I resemble Atamos or John Mahama? Like, I need God. Jesus is winning. Oh my God. And then this guy will make. This is Swami Ranabout that we are we are talking about the place whereby there is you see when the place is talked is talked he made every car pack mm. then the guy led me ah past the escort say Baba yo I said God so I pack along the way and then I look at my body in the mirror like God has God given me a different face I am here to tell someone that you see this is just a scenario and then I'm here to tell you that you see when you align with God 
there are many other scenarios that God will make happen in your life. God will make things fall in pleasant places for you. That your timing will meet the right opportunity. That your steps will meet the right opportunity. People go out and when they leave their house, what they go is that they come back and then they come back with an accident. People leave house and then when they come back, they don't come back again, they go to prison. And that is how life is. But the issue is that as you align with God, what I'm trying to tell you here right now is that you, when you leave your house and you are going out, you will not come back with problems, but you come back aligned with God. You come back with opportunities. You come back with things opening up for you. You come back with goodness. You come back with testimonies. And, and, and you see, I was like, this leads, this leads me to my second point. When you align with God, you see beauty. You see beauty. You see beauty. You see, and it was beautiful. Seeing God do that. And I was like, God. I was screaming. You can't when you eat when you when you meet Jeff or you see Ben or you see Mahitab or you can talk to them. And I was like screaming. I said, This is one of my favorite nights. Like, ah, ah, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Like I was like, this is this is beautiful, and it's scriptural. Mm. It is scriptural. Scriptural. It is scriptural. Mm. The Bible says that the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Mm. The B says that surely I have a delightful inheritance. Mm. Other version says I have a beautiful inheritance. The issue is that things have fallen in pleasant places for you. You see beauty. You see, there are people that you have been seeing ugly stuff for a very long time. God is about surprising you this month and you will see beauty. Amen. Hey. Someone said, I will see beauty. I will see beauty. And then I was screaming. I was like, hey, what's happening? When you meet the right time in it, you'll be screaming. You will see beautiful things because you are aligned with God. this particular time. Oh, oh my God. Mamima at this particular time. Mamima at this particular time. Admission, no, let me open it up at this particular time. Uh, anointing, or let me release the anointing to you at this particular time. Only you, the day you start, the day you begin to do ministry and then you explode in ministry, people begin to pick you up like that. And you feel like, ah, you begin to ask yourself, what is happening? It's like, you, and you ask, where, are, where were all these people? Mm. You know, God was preparing you for that beauty. Can I prophesy over someone? Prophesy. I am here to tell someone that God, God was preparing you for that for that man. God was preparing that man also for you. God was preparing that salvation for you. God was preparing that anointing for you. That music ministry, God is preparing for you. That grace, God is preparing for you. That position, God is preparing for you. Is someone here with me now? The third thing when you align with God. Proverbs 16. Is that one here with me? 
Someone say Jesus is winning. Jesus is winning. Someone say I will see beauty. I will see beauty. Don't you want to see beauty? You don't want to see beauty? Oh my God. I will see beauty. May God satisfy you with beautiful things. Don't you want to see beauty? Haven't you seen something and you said that ADF? And you see, it's it's not beautiful because it's like it's full of money or something, but it's beautiful in its effect. It's beautiful in its timing, in its influence, in its affluence, in its location, in its emergence, in its shadow, in its form, in its totality. That is what beauty is. I have seen people getting married okay. and then the, the, the total number of people that have gathered around the, the, the marriage ceremony there will not be more than 100 but it's beautiful you could feel like uh, you, you walk through that place you sense an aura and a presence at that place I have I've met people. I've met the last time I met someone. I met these people, and the person is not advanced in age. But you look at the life of this person. Not that the person have done or accomplished great things, but you could see the emergence of beauty in the life of this person. I was like, wow, this person is walking in beauty. And then yes, maybe another papa MP, be another. No, 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 no. But the issue is that God makes beauty. And when God, if God makes beauty, if you align with God, He'll make you see beauty. In Jesus' name, the third thing the Bible says that. In, in Proverbs 16, the, the, the verse 3, the Bible says that commit your works unto the Lord. That means that be aligned with God. Is someone here with me? Commit thy works unto the Lord. It means that be aligned divinely. And the Bible says that and thy thoughts shall be established. And you will be what? Established. So if you align with God, you are established. If you align with God, you are one established. You are established with with everything that you are doing. If your ministry is aligned with God, your ministry is established. <laughs> you don't need to work things out before you know that it's established. It's established on the authority of God. It's established. You you it's established, and that is it. When your marriage is in, in divine alignment with God, it's established. When your plans are in divine alignment, it's established. It's established. Come hell or come high waters. All the challenges in life will come. All the trials will come. All the temptations will come. All the unpredictable times will come. Oh
what I'm saying is that if you are divinely aligned, you will be confident. Mm. What happens when you are divinely aligned is that since you are divinely aligned, you'll be confident. Oh, you'll be confident. Oh, you see, there are people who are not steady, there are people who are shaky, there are people who are, uh, are tossed to and fro. The last time I was listening to a man of God, a man of God says that, Oh, I'm, I don't use this social media app, I don't use this social media app, I don't use this. I said, Hey, hey, and you are doing well like this. Like that was confident. You see, he is confident. And I said, when I grow up, I want to be like you, okay? I just said it to the screen. I just I just moved towards him. I touched, I touched on him on the screen. I said, when I grow up, I want to be like you, okay? Please just say yes. When I grow up, I want to be like you. I want to be disconfident. Have you seen people who are that confident? Yes. The issue is that you see, they are very confident. Their confidence is not in themselves. Last time, I was I was hearing someone preach, and the man of God says something. The man of God says that even if God tells me, Stephen, hand over this ministry, I'm going to hand it because I didn't ask of this ministry. I asked to love him, to be in a constant relationship. I thought, what confidence is Stephen Fettig just saying just like that? That you hand over all this, this big minutes, you hand over like that. You just leave it and go like, you see, he's, he has grown so confident that his confidence is not in the things that he's supposed to do. It's not in his outward show. It's not in the thing that he, we, when we see, we are like this. You, you see, we think that he needs th these things to be that confident. But his confidence has moved out of substance. And his confidence is now in him. My God. His confidence is not in things again. It's not in the auditorium that we see the glamour, the beauty. It's not in the big, big thing that he's doing. But his confidence is that he's confident in him. That he has a relationship with God that is never going to diminish. And that is the confidence I'm praying for you. Take the same confidence in your marriage. Take the same confidence in your ministry. Take the same confidence in your, in your, in your finances. This is, this is the confidence that we have in him. This is the confidence that we have in him. This is the confidence that I, Benjamin Odeinaku, have in him. That when I am aligned to him, he hears me. Ah, this is sweet. This is the confidence that we have in him. And when we ask him of anything, he would, he would, he would hear us. This is the confidence. Oh Lord, may you raise up people listening to me right now that will not build confidence on things, Lord. That you raise people listening to me right now that their confidence is not in the ministry they are building. It's not in their academic, in their academic life, not the kind of A's in their portal, Lord. May you raise our people that their confidence is not in the city they find themselves in. Lord, may you raise people that their confidence is not in a possession, in something that they have. It's not in the material that they have. It's not in the car. It's not in the building that they have, Lord. May you raise our people that their confidence is you. Amen. 
that their confidence is in you that their confidence is in you and not that their confidence is in you but their confidence is you you are their confidence be our confidence may we take our hearts and our eyes of possessions and may we oh god put our confidence in you and in you alone not our cards not our building not our ministry not anything lord not the very things we can show to people and then no clap for us lord these things the bible says that we should we should we should we should we should build our possessions not here on the earth the bible says that we should we should rather build our possessions even in heaven where there is no moth and where where the cankerworm and the caterpillar will not destroy and that is the kind of confidence that we want to have that lord amidst all the things that we are we are amidst all the social rewards that we will be great we will be we will be graceful here to have lord may we may we take our confidence out of all these things and our confidence should be in you the lord each and every day each and every day we align with you divinely align with you each and every day we align with you our confidence should not be in any other things but our confidence oh god should be that we are divinely aligned with you that should be our confidence 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 lord not in our phone not in our latest phone lord not not in our connections not that we know someone here lord not our spiritual fathers lord we have spiritual fathers here no lord not in our our biological parents that oh lord our biological parents are are, are so fortunate here yeah, they are here they are there lord not in our connections god not in our ministry that we've built not in our auditoriums not in the very thing that we have not in the balance in our account god but let our confidence be this that we are divinely connected to you that we are divinely connected to you that we are divinely aligned with you that we are divinely aligned with you this should be our confidence 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 that if there is something that we know and we know and we know that we know that we know that we know we should know this that lord we are divinely connected to you that should be our confidence Mama, you're We are confidence that we are divinely aligned with you. If you have something to boast of, we shouldn't boast of any other thing. Or we should boast that we know you. And not just that we know you, not had knowledge, but we are divinely aligned to the things that you are doing in every season and every step along the way. And the last thing I want to talk about is that when you are divinely aligned with God, you are led on level grounds. In Psalms 143, 
the Bible says something very beautiful. Very beautiful. Psalm 143, verse 10. The Bible says that, teach me to do thy will. It means that, teach me to be aligned with you. For you are my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Other versions say that, lead me on level grounds. On level grounds. Is someone here with me? Yes, please. Lead me. The Bible says that, teach me to do your will. For you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on a level ground. It means that teach me to be aligned with you divinely. You are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. <sighs> on level ground. Do you know level ground? God is about to make the, the ground level for you. Hmm. you maybe you, you understand where I'm going, but I want to paint the picture to you right now. The level ground is that you see there are people that when when they were given birth to already they were up <laughs> and then there are people that from where we are coming from and what where we are affiliated to where we are we are already in the pits <laughs> we are already in the pits already like it would take us to work twice twice in order to match up with with the system <laughs> it will it will it will take us twice as we, oh my god there are people that where we are coming from here we are already in the pit. We are already in the pit. It would take, it would take, it would take God and grace to level up for us. And then this is the scripture for level up. This is the, the scripture for level up. The Bible says that teach me to do thy will. Teach me to be aligned with you, Lord. You are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level grounds. There are people that uh, naturally, when they sit down with you in class, they will outrun you. No matter what you do, their mind is very sharp and sharp and quick. I'm telling you, there are people that you, you see, you see, you see yourself. Right now, if they say go, go for jogging, you, you problem, you know, you run just thirty seconds and it's like you have done all the Olympics. That happened in, in, in wherever it happened. Oh, Is someone here with me? Yes, please. <laughs> there are people that they are, you see, there are people that already, when they give life to them, they are, they are already 60% in life. There are people that they are 80% in life. There are people that they are 90% in life. There are people that they are also negative 100. Negative 100. <laughs> You see, the last time I was here, and then you see, I, I, I'm not saying this for someone to have the spirit of jealousy. Father, I break every spirit of jealousy Amen. that may fester. I break every eye of observation that may fester in the eye of someone after this saying in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me say this. Can I say this? And I want you to say it. I want you to receive it in a good heart and still revere and love and follow and honor. See, there are people in, already in life. So, someone like uh, Bishop Adinasari's children, Reverend Selassie, and, and Francis, is it Francis though? Yeah. Already, their father have already paved the way for them. Yes. Francis Adinasari. Already, their father have paved the way for them. 
if you are if <laughs> someone like um um um, um pastor and or prophet joel duncan williams that's what i've already paved way for them so if you are into ministry and you you are not aligned with god and grace does not speak for you you will never be leveled up in life with them because the kind of knowledge they they, they are exposed to you are not having the kind of connections they are exposed you are not having. The kind of resources they are exposed to you are not having. The kind of experiences they are exposed to you, you are not having. So you need to be divinely aligned, to be leveled up. Are you here with me? It's like uh, the son of Dangote and the son of Antimeli. Antimeli going for our day the difference is huge you need god to make it rain so that they will spoil so that the cameraman will not come and when the cameraman doesn't come the guy cannot consume the food alone all of us will dine on one table and nobody takes pictures on social media and then that is the day the son of Antimeri the Antimeri's son and, 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 and Bill Gates and, and Dangote's will dine on the same table oh my god I pray for you in the name of Jesus you will be divinely aligned I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you will be divinely aligned Hallelujah. Amen. You'll be divinely alive in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. The last thing I want to say is that you see, on our phones, we have GPS. Do you know GPS? Yes, you know GPS? Yes, uh-huh. On our phone, those of us that um, are not fortunate to have uh, Android phones, perhaps you may not know this age, dear, as you are here. Like, as you are here right now, you're listening to me, then you have GPS. You have global positioning system. You have global positioning system on, on our phones. What it does is that it helps us so that we don't lose our way. It helps us to get to our destination. It helps us to get to where we want to go. And you see, that is global positioning system. Not just that. There's also God's positioning system. God is also having GPS. There is the GPS of God. That is God's positioning system. That is God's positioning system. That God will position you at a place. And God will position you at at a corner. That you see, people will have no option than to use you. People will have no option than to come to you. People will have no option than to say that you are blessed. People will have no option than to say that we want you, we need you, we want to do this, we want to do this with you. We want to go this on this journey with you. It is God that is divinely positioning you. GPS. What GPS are you using? Because the issue is that the GPS, that the global positioning system, have have in two concept, two two times, two different moments, led me to a, to wrong destinations. Mm. One day we were having a program in Kumasi, and then um, Becky and Kukwa, Miss Becky and Miss Kukwa came from Cape Coast, so we wanted to have a, a hotel for them to sleep in. 
So I just took my phone and we got hold hotels near me. Then they brought one. Then we said, okay, we are going there. Then we, we use that same thing that we have, we have done on the same Google map. <laughs> and it led us to someone's house. house. If that day someone had come, the person would have shot us. The other time, <laughs> we said we are going to a hospital. And the issue was that we got good. We asked the area. They said that they have, you have, you have arrived at your destination. Mm. Uh, like that, that is what they, they said. Mm. They didn't give wrong direction, no. They gave wrong destination. destination. It's serious from giving wrong direction. Jesus. The issue was that when you got there, I asked this area. I said, oh, area had here. Hospital be here, how? A hospital, I just say, a Said Jesus, Jesus Christ. If someone was dying at that moment, mm. What GPS are you using? That is what I want to ask you. What GPS are you using? Are you using the global one? Or you are using God's one? 